Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. Hey kids, good to see everyone. Is it good to be seen? Rocking nice shades, Jess. Perfect. Future's so bright. Um, you have joined a child's pose in progress, and the future is bright because we have a, a really nice um, leg strengthening and stabilizing practice today. Uh, we're going to focus on the grounding series of our vinyasa and uh, one of the things about this whole idea of grounding is that, like all things in yoga, it has this purpose of making us more mobile. And so this uh, asana we're going to build up to today is twisting triangle. Please don't leave. Uh, it's a really good example of how we're going to work leg strength. We're going to just experience that aspect of our being, the ability of our legs to ground us and hold us steady while we move in our upper body and, and take the full expression of, in this case, a twist. So, and this uh, is, a, is a definitely a physical practice. If you're just here to get stronger and more flexible, great posture to practice. And if you're here for that you know, deeper kind of proprioceptive work, this is a top-notch pose for really learning about how your body moves. Of course, if like you're here for that higher level of meditation, so intricate in this particular pattern of movement that we'll get that too. So, at this point, all you need to do is breathe. That's just the necessity of the moment. Start to focus on bringing your breath deeply into your body. Let everything else still down. And your breath move into your lungs, spreading your rib cage. And emptying. And as you get clear, what things do you notice? You fill with air. I would notice the expansion of the body. And as you empty, just what else is going on? What urges are there? What ideas? What sensations? You're becoming aware of your landscape. Next, inhale. Come on up to downward facing dog. Pause as you land. So exhale here, all fours. Just Then can you spread your hands wider? Can you straighten out your fingers? Can you press down through thumb and first finger knuckle? Do you need to bend your knees more so that you don't have to wiggle around? 
Could you drop your head and elongate the back of your neck and position your head well, right? So that it can be still. Next inhale, you take your right leg up and back behind you for three-legged dog. Squeeze it tightly, pull your abdominals in as you move. So you're not gonna let that get overwhelming for the SI joint there. Bend the knee and let the hip open. Pull your heel toward your bum cheek. So like as much as you can bend that knee. And we'll all have different ranges of that. Flex your foot, fan your toes. Okay. Let's keep the leg as bent as it can stay. So that's hamstring action. That's glute muscle action. And that's learning to use your leg to hold the posture as deeply as it can go. Then outer edge of your hip, use that to lift the leg as high as it will go. Abdominals stay drawn in, then hands stay flat on the floor. When you exhale, have a big step knee to chest into a low lunge. Full inhale, you're gonna straighten the front leg, press into the front heel, lift the hips up and back, back heel is lifted. And then rock forward again into the low lunge as you do. Press the ball of the back foot down. Really strongly press it down. Then inhale, straighten the front leg. And exhale, bend into the front knee. And ball of the back foot, press it down. One more round. We'll rock to low lunge. Back foot, stake it to the mat, feel the leg squeeze tight, draw your heart forward. We're gonna bring right hand to right thigh. And then press the right hand down and stack right shoulder over left. Press your back foot down, keep the back leg tight. And as much as you can, lift your right shoulder, lift your right shoulder, pull your heart forward, rotate. And maybe not a lot right now, raise early. But you're looking each time you twist to stack the shoulders to align them. And that's going to take, uh, in this case, hand down into the leg, leg up into the hand. And also the work of the upper back, right shoulder blade sliding toward the spine. Breath in. Heart forward. Make sure your gaze is to the side wall or, or maybe your hand down in front. Then right hand down and step back to down dog. Pause, breathe. Just check in what's going on so we get still and breathe and like what needs to happen here what doesn't need to happen here Good. spread your hands out adjust turn them to whatever degree will allow you that thumb and first finger knuckle to get down so if you're struggling with that right change the positioning of the hands then inhale take your left leg up and back squeeze it tightly as it moves Lift to the point that you're still engaged in your abdominals. Bend your knee, heel to bum. This is a lot of hamstring work. It's not going to be just bend the knee and then let it go. It's going to be the whole time you're doing a hamstring curl, right? Flex the foot, heel to bum, just as much as you can get that action going, right? Press down into your hands, right? Notice if your right heel is kind of sneaking off to the side. That's a sign that uh, things are coming out of the core, right? And just kind of landing in your joints. You don't need that. So right heel points straight back. 
outer left hip squeezes tight and lifts maybe a centimeter, maybe an inch, maybe like six inches, who knows? But it's the outer leg squeeze that we're going for. Good. Then as you exhale, come forward, knee into your chest, hold tightly in, step lightly into your low lunge. Feel your back foot, the ball of the foot pressing straight down and press into your front heel to lift the hips up and back. And then as you rock into a low lunge, back leg tight by pressing the ball of the foot down. Lift on your inhale. When you exhale, that lunge and ball the back foot, pressing into the mat. One more. This time on your inhale, press the ball of the back foot down. Pull your heart forward. Take a full breath to do that. Then left hand to thigh. Go and keep your, your gaze out in the front of that like it was a plank. And you're just going to turn left shoulder over right. You may end up needing to move your right hand in, adjust as you need to there. But you could also look at the side wall. Avoid looking at the back wall. So don't see anything behind you right now. Press the ball of the back foot down, straighten your back leg, like as much as it will. You know, it's amazing how heavy the back leg gets in this. Pull your heart forward, length through your front body every time we twist, and then left shoulder blade, pull your spine, or pull your shoulder blade toward your spine. Breathe in, back leg tight. And then when you breathe out, undo it, plant the hands, we'll step back, down dog, that was great. We'll look forward, walk forward to your hands, feet together, halfway lift. Take your hands to your shins and come up to parallel with the floor. You're going to stay right? and really work abdominals in, thoracic spine in. Bend your knees as much as you need to to get there. In fact, half lift will pretty much always have at least a light bend of the knees. Focus on this part coming in, and that's a product of this coming forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel that? Nice work there with the muscles. When you exhale, release down slowly. Toe heel your feet apart, have ragdoll. So half lift's going to be important in any twist that goes uh, sideways, right? So uh, lots of things go sideways. <laughs> but uh, when we're twisting our body in space, and we'll get to this a little further on, we want to always be thinking of that halfway lift. Maybe not thinking of it, but feeling that action. So a little play with that here. Uh, catch a block or two or uh, you know, as many as, as you need for this. So I'm going to use two, but use whatever you got. Uh, you're going to take them in your hands, draw your heart forward, boost yourself up until you're getting that halfway lift feel. So if your blocks aren't high enough, sit your hips lower until you've got this feel, it doesn't have to be perfect, but this feel that you are parallel with the floor. Left hand's gonna stay on the block, right elbow's gonna pull toward the ceiling, you got bow pull twist, right shoulder stacking over left, right arm up. We're gonna bend the left knee and straighten the right leg to whatever degree like you can. Object here, keeping your body parallel to the floor, right, as you twist body at center as you twist. Good. And then setting your gaze either down to the floor, to the sidewall, 
you could, if like you've not had any neck stress in your life, uh, maybe look up, right? But uh, notice if you're looking up like with, with a neck that's not happy or with uh, rolling your eyes, right? But what you're not seeing is anything behind you. So bring the top of your head forward. Right. So every time you see something toward the back of your mat, you know, pull your heart forward, lengthen your neck. I'm going to release this and come back to center slowly. We're then going to just stand up. Just really, let's roll up. A big shoulder shrug. Take your hands to your hamstrings and spread out through front body. That's nice after that, yeah? Inhale, and reach up. With an exhale, just bow back to the positioning of body parallel with the floor. Hands on whatever blocks. If you're at home, you got a chair, like whatever you need here. Right. Bend the knees down so that you get your spine parallel with the floor. Then a left elbow pull where you're stacking left shoulder over right. Open the yeah. Now. And then... We're going to bend the right knee more to bend into this. So we're just going to let the hips move with this twist. And your idea is turning your chest to stack shoulder over shoulder. Upper arm's going to try to go behind you. It's going to try to fool you that you're getting more twist than you actually are. So focus on collarbone, shoulder over shoulder. And then note what you're seeing. And if you're seeing anything behind you, actually, let's do this. Look a little toward the back of your mat. Like, don't overdo it, but just look a little toward the back of your mat. Check that what's going on in your upper spine, your neck, etc. Now, pull your heart forward, realign yourself so you're looking at the sidewall or down at your hand right in front of you. And feel the front body here. So, feel from navel to sternum, just get long, right? Then, one more time, look back toward the back of your mat. And what happens in the front body? What happens in the back, back of the neck? Pull long again and set the gaze to the spot where it needs to be. Looks like you got it. You got it? You got it. We're going to slowly release, hand to mouth, and then press into your feet, come up to stand. Shoulder shrug, then hands to your hamstrings. Now, don't worry about remembering that every time you twist. It's a tough one to remember. Right? As many times as you've probably heard it in your yoga career, it's still hard to remember to align your neck properly in twists. I find myself looking back all the time, and it's just a reminder that we have to give. Right? Inhale, reach your arms up. And we exhale, we bring feet together, hands together at heart center, some must do too. Have a breath here. So lots of technical information there. And now we're just going to move and breathe. Inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And plant your hands, step back high or low push. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Breathe in, reach up. 
breathe out bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands. Breathe out. Any variation on the push-up, including no push-up. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Breathe all the way out. Down dog. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, low push up. Breathe all the way in, upward facing dog. Press your hands down, breathe all the way out, downward facing dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Stay tucked tightly in, empty. Hips sit low. Inhale, Utkatasana. Press your feet down, align your knees well. Keep that bow. Halfway lift. You can keep that deep knee bend for Ardha Uttanasana, or you can strain a little bit here. Plant your hands, step back. High Ulu. Breathe in. Up dog. Take your time, full breath. Lengthen the back of your neck. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Then right foot forward. Breathe in, warrior one. You exhale in the arms, move into warrior two. Breathe in, both arms up. Catch the right wrist and elongate both sides. Nice. When you exhale, Right side stays long, side angle pose. Press the arm inside the leg, leg into the arm. Good. When you inhale, we're coming back up to warrior two, upright yourself, stop motion with the abdominals, then hands to your mat. Step back down, dog four, low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog, press your hands and feet down. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Left foot forward, warrior one. Get low, right? Get low in your legs and open to warrior two, right? That depth right, is supported by pressing your feet down. Breathe in, reach up, catch the left wrist, elongate both sides of your body, go high with that. And then exhale, stay low in your legs, side angle. Lengthen your left side, lengthen your right side. Feet press down. You inhale your way up, 
Warrior two, stop the motion at center, use your abdominals, and then hands to the mat. Step back, down dog or low push-up, breathe all the way out. Inhale, upward facing dog to the top of that breath. And downward facing dog, breathe all the way out, empty here. When you inhale, tighten your right leg. Take it back behind you. Abdominals in, leg tight. Bend the knee. Bring knee to right elbow. Step lightly. Lengthen your lunge so the front knee is over the ankle. And when the back foot moves back, you've got the ball of the foot evenly pressed to the floor. And pressing into both feet, come up crescent lunge. Sit low, but as you drop the hips, you're pressing into your feet. So you're not going to drop heavy, right? So a lot of us with more flexibility, we just go right to our joints, right? Press into your feet, get buoyant, but you're going to sit low, right? And you're going to know the difference between collapsing low and deepening. One more breath here, heart high. And then hands to heart center, to the mat. Step back, down dog. And breathe here. So one's like fundamental of asana is the ground and rebound, right? We want that. And as you progress your practice, you're going to get depth in these poses, right? And you always listen to your body, go as deeply as you can today without pain. But one real thing that we want to continue as we as we work that goal of, of getting as deeply as we can today, that it's not collapse, it's ground and rebound. Right? And we're only going into it as far as that will hold true. Inhale, squeeze your left leg tightly, take it up and back behind you. Bend the knee, bring it to your elbow. Big step. And then you, you figure out your big step by the back foot is vertical, right? and the length of the stance is, is long enough for that to happen. If we're in too close, back leg can't straighten, and the heel's back behind the ball of the foot. So you've got the ball of the foot really pressing down, coming up for crescent. Right? And then most of us, like our body is just smart. It's going to default to a little less than 100% of what it can do. Does that make sense? Like your body's smart. Like why, why go like to the end of the energy usage, like conserve energy, right? But we're trying to get some, some depth here. So see if sitting lower and pushing your feet into the mat can happen at the same time, right? So like I can sit really low and you see how this is not, this is not ground and rebound. This is not ground or anything. This is like you know, gravity pulling toward the ground or the maximum with feet pressing down and deepening looks different. It feels different. And it's a lot better for our sacroiliac joints, for our core training, leg strength, breath in, and then hands to step back, down dog. Right? Breathe here. We're, we're both sides of the, the spectrum here, whether we're on the tighter side, trying to work deeper, or we're on the more flexible side trying to uh, stabilize our joints, right? Ground and rebound. And as deeply as you can go. 
but make sure those elements are there. Next inhale. Right, let's gonna go up and back behind, squeeze it tightly as it moves, right? It's an organized piece of your body as you move it. Bend the knee, bring it into the right. Take that big step, come up and, and arrive in your deep crescent lunge with the ground and rebound. Hands to heart center. We're gonna rotate and then bring the left elbow toward the right knee. We're gonna open the arms and wherever your arm is, is Getting two on your leg, perfect. Bring your right hand to your right hip. Pull that hip crease back. The right hip wants to take a little vacation in this pose. Pull it back in. Find the ball of the back foot. Press the ball of the back foot down and squeeze the back leg straight. Take your gaze to the floor in front of the pose, neck long or the sidewall. As you rotate, you're being really aware of the back of your neck and the front line of your body. Navel center in. Heart center forward, get long, and then look to your mat. Undo this, plant your hands, step back down dog or low push up. Upward facing dog. And downward facing dog. Squeeze your left leg tightly. Move it back behind you from hands, through core, through leg. One action. Bend the knee, pull it into your chest, take a big step. Then get to that deep lunge where you're pressing the floor. There's no sense of sinking in the hips. You might be deep, but the hips are buoyant. Body is light. It stays like that as we twist and then bring elbow toward knee, open arms. Then recommit to that stance where the feet are driving down into the floor. The left thigh is as parallel to the floor as you're gonna get it. It's not sinking low. It's buoying up. Press arm to leg, leg to arm. Breathe in, draw your heart forward, elongate your front body. Breathe out, press your feet down. Breathe in, elongate. And breathe out, hands down, step back, down dog or low push up. Breathe in, upward facing. Press your hands and go back, downward facing dog. Pause here and note what you feel. And if you're really getting depth in the legs and elongation through your torso, you might feel the, the lower abdomen more. Right, that's a, a good byproduct of of getting fully into a twist. Look forward, walk or lightly hop, top of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway. Good heart forward, spine in more. Oh yeah, and bow forward, breathe out. There's always a good chance that you could half lift more. There, there is. On your inhale, reach up to standing mountain pose. I'm going to go with you for left-right purposes. Bring right arm underneath. Lift the elbow points high, right leg over top. Sit into your left leg, eagle pose.
Next inhale, we're gonna unwind the arms, bringing hands to hips, press into your standing foot and bring the right knee up in front of you. Standing leg raise, focus on left hip drawing into center. Extend the right leg out straight, foot to hip height. Breath in and breath out. Breath in, heart up. Breath out, bend the knee, left hand to the knee. Right? And you may need to, to hike it up a little bit. This is like body geometry. Right hand on the hip, turn so that your rib cage, your collarbones face the sidewall. Continue to turn, press your knee into your hand forward. Pull your right shoulder blade towards your spine. One more breath in, heart high here. And take your time unwinding that, come to center and samastiti pause. Really good work. Breathe here, close your eyes if you can. Steady yourself. And notice your ability to ground your feet and to take any extra action that your body seems to have. Any energy that's kind of frantic, any energy that's telling you to like, move around to escape, right? That's natural. When we're uncomfortable, right, that stuff happens. And you can harness that energy to become more focused, more peaceful. Can you unhinge your jaw? Can you soften your face? Can you breathe more deeply to your center? Is your breathing raising your chest up at your collarbone or is your breath getting to the lower throat? And I'm watching, I can, there, there's something, there's a reason I'm saying this. Because these postures, this work, it, it like heats things up for us. We get reactionary. And we then can take that energy and do something better with it. Next inhale, reach out, mountain pose. Exhale, left arm under. Left leg over top for eagle. Next exhale, let the arms start to unwind, bring your hands to your hips. And then left knee into standing knee raise, extending the leg. Body might wanna lean back, don't let it. Go straight up to the crown of your head, straight up to the center of your chest. Breathe here. Inhale, squeeze the leg. Exhale, bend the knee in, right hand to left knee. Take a moment to be sure you've got that in a good grip where you're standing upright, right? The rest won't go very well if you don't. And then you lift and turn, give yourself plenty of time to do the technical stuff. Right? This is technical stuff. Really just getting the idea of pulling your left shoulder blade toward your spine. 
in order to draw you around into a full twist. Same time, press your knee forward so that the leg doesn't start to go with you. Because the leg will get smart, and I try to make this easier. Real twist, shoulder blade toward the spine, left shoulder blade. Then undo it slowly, some less dipty, plant your feet, hands to heart. This is the meditation. So we don't do a lot of meditation in here, like seated. This is like serious meditation time. And when you are the most kind of discombobulated, best time to meditate. Worst time to get more discombobulated. Best time to filter your attention and your energy into becoming more peaceful, less frantic in thoughts, emotional maelstrom, more focused on what you're going to do, who you are at your core. Training for life. Inhale, you reach up, mountain pose. Then exhale, bow forward. Breathe in to lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands. Step back, high or low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Step your right foot forward. Heels on one track. Come up to warrior two. So you might just sit low in this. Press your feet into the floor. Right. Hands to your hips and level them. I'll tell you there's a good chance your left hip is higher than your right. Start to pull into your front heel. Level the hips, right? Squeeze the back leg tightly so that both side bodies are equally long. We want to bring the hips into alignment. Yeah. So particularly for your low back, we want to work on, uh, yeah. Good. Squeeze your back leg, press through the foot. Yeah. And keep that long. Good. And straighten your front knee. We're going to bring the right hand to the hip crease. And keep both side bodies long as you transition to triangle. And bring the hand to a block or the floor. Both side bodies stay long. So we didn't like yank the rib cage to one side or the other. There's a really old school way of doing it where you like do a little robot dance. That is no longer a thing. The robot dance is great when you're like, you know, You've got Belle Biv DeVoe playing or something like that. You can totally do robot dance. Press your feet down. Squeeze your legs. Feel that move through your spine. But long through both sides of your body. Good. Next, exhale. Bend your front knee. Come up to stand. Turn to the side for straddle. So we'll turn toward the uh, love wall in here. Parallel your feet. Lift up. And then bow forward. Taking hands to the floor or to blocks. Bend your knees appropriately for aligning this well in your body. How is that? That your head is, is moving toward the line of your toes, right? So if it's way out in front, if the hands are way out in front, you may need to walk the feet in more to give you more height to your hips. 
And then you bend the knees a little more if that's a little too much on the hamstrings. Good. And so looking for as much inverted quality as you can get here. And uh, hands can stay on the floor in variation A, or if you want to take your hands behind your legs and uh, hold on to your calves or your ankles, or if you really want to put your hands underneath your heels, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stop you. Uh, then you wrap the arms, and so the arms are pressing forward and kind of hugging you into your legs. So, yeah, so the arms can go out or in. I'm just gonna press onto the calves and give you a little more of a hug. On your inhale. Draw your heart forward, press into your feet. If you want to stand, be sure you got a block toward the front of the mat. I'm going to start with pyramid, and you're going to take your feet pretty wide. Right, so shoulder, hip distance apart, front toes straight ahead, back foot at a diagonal. Unless, uh, right now, if you have any sacroiliac issues or have in your life had sacroiliac issues, back heel up. And just, just do that for yourself from now on. It's a thing. Just really ground through the ball of the foot. If you, if you don't even know what your sacroiliac joint is because you never had an issue there, totally cool. Put your back foot down. But if you know what it is because you've had injury, back heel up. We're going to lift and bow. We're going to take hands to the floor. And blocks would be good here too. If your front leg will not stay straight, if it's bent right now and, and you can't press into your front foot and straighten it, bring your blocks up until that becomes maybe more of a thing, right? So we we do want the front leg to be straight, not locked in Parshvatanasana. And that's helped along for most of us by raising the hands. That's how it's going to be safe. Another thing you might do if you did not raise your heel, right? if the front leg's still bent and the heel's down, lift the heel. Let that take some of the pressure off. So there's a lot of personal choice there. But like notice how aggressive this pose lands in your body. Like, do you start to have like urges to move around and escape? If so, we need to do something more powerful and address the pose. Right. And uh, if you do have that, you're not alone. I'm watching a lot of like, let's get out of here, right? Vibes, right? it's totally cool. It's what happens. Like, what do you need to really adjust? What do you need to adjust so that you can do this to the best of your ability? I can feel good about it, right? Like we all know, it doesn't feel good to try to escape, to procrastinate, like to be kind of like multitasking our way out of any kind of presence. That's why most of us come to a yoga mat, right? So adapt the postures. So that you can unitask like a pro. Develop that skill. The rest of this will come. Next, inhale. Draw your heart forward. We're going to create that half lift sensation. And this will probably require a block or two. Um, I'm going to show the uh, kind of block status of possibly an upside down T. Right. Bring yourself till your body is parallel with the floor. So we've got a half lift in the Parshvatanasana. Uh, back heels lifted if, if that's the best option for you. Keep it that way. Right hands at the hip crease. Press your right foot down and forward. Pull the right hip crease back. That's a big, strong action. Keep it. Then focus on stacking right shoulder over left. Spine in, heart forward. And bring the right hand to the shoulder. 
assure yourself that that shoulder has no more range of motion in this twist. So that you have hips relatively stable. The torso, the abdominals, the lower ribs, that area, rotation. And then your collarbones parallel to the sidewall. Then right arm can stack, doesn't need to. Could go cactus. I like cactus because it's going to give you more access to using the muscles that wrap around but to continue to drive the twist. Right? So many times I see a straight arm, but not a twist. Right? And your priority here, that rotation. The front foot presses down, hip pulls back. So you're using the ground to create mobility. Right? When that hip pulls back, you have more space to then draw your spine forward. I just saw it in here. Did you feel it in here? Then are you seeing the, the room a little behind you? Could you look to the side more? Then pull your heart forward, breathe in. Awesome. Look to the mat, take your time, make your way to down dog. Anyway, you want to make your way to down dog is good, but just really kind of essential movement. So you breathe out, you breathe in, and you breathe out again. At the end of that exhale, you're going to step your left foot forward. Turn the back foot flat, heels on one line. Coming up toward you to press your feet into the floor, ground and rebound. Good. Sit deep in the leg. And then hands to hips. And close your eyes. You can look, you can look as if you were looking to the front wall, but close your eyes. Just kind of notice if the right hip needs to come down. Does the left hip need to lift up? Either one of those things. Good. Press your feet into the floor. Feel the rebound through your body. Then can you sit lower in the front thigh? Hips square or hips level. Lengthen up through both side bodies. Feel even length on both sides. Like when we reached overhead earlier, just arms are down. Can you get deeper and still have that strength, the power in the legs? I'm going to straighten the front leg. And it uh, doesn't have to go all the way straight. Back here, little softness is good. Tip at the hip. When you get about halfway into this triangle, good time to re-lengthen both sides. Then decide on hand placement. So before you uh, kind of stake your claim there, get along on both sides. Put the hand down where that you know, length is helped. So many times we, we pick where we put our block and that length or that shortens the side body. Lengthen both side bodies. Here, you press your front foot down and forward. Feel the hip crease move back. And this is a twist as well. Stack the right shoulder over the left. This open twist action. And you keep the hand there. You can take the arm up. You can cactus it. Good. In. In breath out. I'm about to get real distracted because Nicola's got a baby going on in her screen over there. There's a baby. It's beautiful. Oh, you stay. Stay. Baby can stay. That's cool. We'll just be here for a while. <laughs> Bend your front knee. Come on up to stand. And it's not often a baby walks into a yoga class. I mean, that's <laughs> really good. Turn to the side. We're going to lift up. And then your choice here. If you'd like a little shoulder opening, place your fingers at your low back. Squeeze the shoulder blades toward one another. 
lift your chest, be sure that that is actually opening you and not closing you down. That is honesty. That is satya. That is you with wisdom in your body. We're lifting up, taking a little back bend with that. Then bend your knee and come about halfway. So either keep the keep the heads or you lose them. Squeeze the shoulder blades toward one another. Draw your heart forward. Feel the half lift. It's a lot of back action here. Slow release. And as you're releasing, shoulder blades squeeze even more together. If you have your hands together, the shoulders continue to wrap back away from the chest. And it feels so healthy and good and right that you just can't stand it. It's just like so impossibly wonderful in your shoulders. And if it's not, if it's crunchy, if it's weird, get out of it. Like just get out. Because like, this positioning is great depending on how your bones work depending on what injuries you had in your life. But it's not really an ultimate life goal to be able to bind your hands behind your back, particularly if it causes rounded shoulders. Right, exactly. Yeah, just let them go. Cool. Then release your hands. Press into your feet. Come up to stand. Take your time. Return toward the front of the mat. And you've got the, uh, the pyramid. And again, Back heel down is great, right? feet definitely, hip distance, shoulder distance. But again, for a lot of us, we're gonna get a lot more freedom in our joint structures if you lift the back heel. We'll bend to the front knee as you bend or bow forward. Hands to the mat or your blocks. Once you're in it, you're gonna go with straightening the front leg by pressing the front heel down. Just like we do in the earlier phase of class, that that action that's coming from the heel, same thing here. Now, if the leg doesn't go all the way straight, start to raise your blocks. And, and there's a there's a slight commerce to that if your leg tends to lock out and you want to work with a little more uh, kind of engagement, you might have just that slight bend. Let your head drop, let gravity do its thing. really funny because we like love gravity in poses that it uh, helps us get to the ground and then in poses where we're a little uh tight we're fighting gravity all the way <laughs> because we're so human allow pose to work right you're going to continue to work in your feet right if you have room for other stuff in your brain go to your feet press the front foot down feel the hip lift up and back Give your energy there. Next inhale, you can draw your heart forward. And I can take the, the stack of blocks that works for you. Air on the side of higher. If you're not sure, higher is always going to be better in this particular scenario. Front leg is straight. Again, if you tend to lock, you can uh, work with that like just straight, not locked. And then you're using your left hand to pull left hip back. And back heel can lift. That might allow your hips to be in good alignment, uh, more so than if it's flat. If that's true for you, keep it. But always do that. Left shoulder stacks over right. And just really paying attention to getting the full twist. So you're going to feel the lower portion of your oblique muscles 
if you are fully in this. And if you're not, right, you won't be traction down enough for them to start working. They won't fire up, right? Press your front foot down, pull the hip crease back, heart forward. You can extend your arm overhead, but be aware, right? That sometimes that stops the action of a twist. Yeah, you got about two more inches until you're twisting fully. Gary, yeah. yeah. Abdominals in, heart forward. Your gaze is at the sidewall or the floor. This could come in just a little more. Yeah, you got it. You don't, you could for sure. If it hurts, don't do it. Nice. Breath in, and then release slowly. Hand to the mat. You step back to down dog or chaturanga, but just something quiet so that your body kind of uh, doesn't fully release uh, the focus. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. Okay. Take a moment, have a breath. That was awesome. Breathe all the way out. Come forward to a high plank. Okay. Now resist gravity. Slowly lower all the way to the floor. Just resist it, resist it, resist it. It's going to win, but resist it. And then when you get to the floor, love it. Like just get heavy, like really pleasantly. Just be held. Uh, if you need inspiration, you can just look at Gibson. He knows how to do this. He's been doing this the whole time while you've been doing this like revolved triangle that's just awesome and totally rebounded. Here's the picture of sinking into the floor. And then that's it. Like, so we're, we're counterposing. So now we're just going to balance the stuff we just did. Work on this letting go and then some body elongation in free space. Right? So we worked body elongation in tight spaces with twists. Now on your inhale, coming up to locust. Be there for five breaths. And uh, you could take the hands behind and lace them. That will make it a little easier on the upper back work, right? which is nice. You don't have to always do super hard upper back work. But if you really want the postural work, uh, this is your strengthening for the, for the weekend. Keep the arms out. Go breathe. Exhale, slowly release down. Cool. We're going to bend the knees. And just to check in, like if you bent your knees and your low back immediately said, wow, that's a lot, then you're going to go back to locust because if this is already a lot, that's true. And that's, that, that's true for some of us. And we don't need it. If you can pull your abdominals in and feel the legs get light, you're in a good place. If you can't pull your abdominals in, again, you're going to go back to locust. If then you can take your hands to your feet here and stay with abdominals drawn firmly in, the thighs are light, knees are unharmed, shoulders are unharmed, then you start to kick your feet into your hands. Let go. Breathe. Front body expand, elongate. If this feels less like elongation and more like compression. Try kicking the feet more. And then if it's still not working for you, more elongation is to be had. And locust, great, do that. Breath in. 
in as you breathe out, release down slow. Hands underneath your elbows. And press up to hands and knees. Tuck your toes. Down dog. Look through your hands. Walk or crawl to seated. Down onto your back. For bridge or wheel. When you get there, just find the inhale and go. Place yourself just like you would in any other vinyasa. No hurry. No extra. You got breath for three. On an exhale, slowly make your way down. You know, walk feet together and swift about a kanasana, and we're gonna go long, so like tarasana, uh, star pose, but on your back, and you're gonna find the right spacing for you. Okay, what this will give us for most of us, a little more hip opening, particularly across the hip flexors, inner thigh. That's what we're looking for. If it feels less than stable for your low back. Definitely adjust. And lift your rib cage, slide it back. Lift the back of your head, slide it back. Fully elongated here. Breath in. And breath out. Bring knees together. Legs up in the air. And like, if you're ready to call it, like just, you can call it. And this is going to be like legs in the air. You can grab a block, put it underneath your hips. You know, if you want a little abdominal stabilization, and it will be just a few. Uh, arms up, arms and legs parallel. We're going to extend the right arm back behind, left leg forward. And then exhale, bring everything up. And then other side, left arm back, right leg forward. Keep everything tight and straight and up. And move side to side. And the power here is in the precision. Right, so legs straight, arms straight. And then when you move the arm and leg down, only go to the point where you're still really engaged in your front body. Right, so there's no glory in going low uh, if the abdominals just like stop working and um, you get into shoulder joint or or low back, right? All the glory is in staying really tight in arms and legs, really firm in front body, holding the sacrum level, the lowest rib down. One more round through. The knees to chest, breathe in, really fold the knees in and like compress the hip crease there where I just could use some, some love at the moment. And then releasing feet to mat, we're going to walk the feet out wide, let the knees move from side to side 
and windshield wipers. And again, what we're going to do here is just really let things get a little looser, body get elongated through pressing the knee forward. So as that knee comes towards center, you raise the hip and press the knee to the front of your room. And then make it back to the center line and pause. Bring your hands to the lowest ribs in front and take your breath there. Feel the body move and expand. Feel the body release. And cross the right foot to the outside of the left thigh and stay here or let that whole thing move over to the left. A little twist there. But again, real open body twist. Focus on pressing right thigh forward. So you're trying to open up that hip crease. There's more space across the front body. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but there's a lot of ways to twist. Yeah, it's good for us. And now one thing right here where you're pressing the thigh forward, we're getting into that lower abdominal area, like right above your hip point, that oblique that's, that's down low. That one, really just press the thigh forward, see if you can elongate there. And undo it back to center and switch sides. So left crosses over the right, right leg out to the side. And then, and then again, you're pressing the thigh forward. Just, and you may feel a lot of sensation when you do it at the side body. But you may just notice like just the kind of the space at that area of the, the lower oblique on the side. And this positioning of the left foot flat to the floor and then the leg pressing forward, right? It's, it's comparable to the idea and the twist of when we're really pulling one hip back and, and getting the body elongated, right? To access that tissue there, to get that involved. Inhale, unwind yourself, come on back to center and Hugging your knees in. Have a good breath. Make your way to Shavasana. And here, I'm completely unfurled in your body. Is there, is there any line of tension, any spot of compression that could release? Completely unforced opening of your being, beginning with the creation of space in your body. Right there. There's this yoga axiom of there is no liberation without practice. 
That's liberation from our habits, liberation from our negative self-talk, liberation from this human condition. Uh, the moksha, the relaxation or the freedom of our spirit that yoga gives us. Right? There is none of that liberation without the practice. Second part of that is there is no practice without a body. Whether it's a body at rest or a body in the most technical strengthening pose we got. Liberation is to be found here in the space that you are. you're ready to move again you start with wiggling your fingers and your toes a small movement at the edges of you roll to your right side pause there and arise to seated and most essential action you can take breathing in and breathing out, nothing in the way of that. Draw our hands together at heart center, lifting the heart up to the hands. Feel the shift of your body as you do that. Keep it, thumbs to forehead center. A moment of appreciation and acknowledgement. That was really great, y'all. Thank you so Thank much you for, for joining here. us here. Namaste. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.